Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody out there listening, and welcome to Shouting Into the Void, our nerdy little podcast where we answer the hypothetical questions you never even knew you had. My name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And this week's question is, which Pokemon makes the best house pet part two? Anniversary what? edition. One year, baby. <laughs> One year, baby. Let's go. We're out here. We out here. <laughs> All right, Cody. So. Right back to we- where we started. One year later. You know. What goes around comes around, and we thought about it. We thought about what can we do to make one year a uh, you know kind of a special episode, what have you, all sorts of different things. And the best thing we come up with is kind of poetic: is go back to where we began, which is which Pokemon makes the best house bet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, it just makes sense. It's like running around on a track, you know. Do what After you like want. doing this for five years, it's going to be tough to have our anniversary episodes, but right. you know, the Pokemon company's just got to get to work. Right. Uh, we can all obviously revisit it with the, you know, various other games that have come out. We still, we, you know, we're not going to talk about generation seven. We're talking about generations four through six today. See, we're giving uh, them a year to catch up. Yep. I mean, we're really doing all we can to help them out. Yep. They've got to make more games in the next year, but we'll see what happens. Uh, so... And and when we talk about these generations, folks, we are talking about new Pokemon that were introduced in that generation. Right. So like, you can't just say, like you can't just say Psyduck for like Gen five because he happens to be in Gen five. Right, right, yeah. It's got to be like that generation of new Pokemon. Essentially, right is what we're looking at. And right, that actually in a couple of these was some pretty slim pickings when it came down to it. If you, Sometimes I mean, in my opinion, like less than a hundred new ones. It seems yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were talking before the episode, like specifically in Gen 4. There's uh, not much to choose from. And and like a bunch of them, they did like the original 150 Pokemon who only had two evolutions. They gave them a third. And so like, unless you're super into that third evolution, I guess those like 10 Pokemon or whatever it is are just like kind of useless. I mean, they're not useless. They're like actually pretty good Pokemon. But like as a house pet. They have they don't have much to offer. <laughs> like Rhyperior is pretty sweet in general, but is a terrible house pet. You want a fucking rhino in your house? I don't yeah. think so. A fucking drill rhino? I'll pass. Thanks. I mean, it'd be good for a day and then you're done. <laughs> you wouldn't have a house. It would be real cool to like to look at, basically. Yep. And then as soon as the realistic part of sleeps on bed comes around, it's going to be a bad time. Or if the doorbell rings and Rhyperior rushes the door like a dog does, you don't have a door anymore. Did I anymore. say Rhyperion? Whatever. You said Rhyperior. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're all right. <clears throat> okay. So re- we revisited our first episode to get the categories that we're yes. going to rate these potential house pets on. So uh, do you want to record the numbers? Do you want me to record the numbers? I'll record them. That's fine. Okay. So Might as well stick folks- with the same way we did it last time. You know, I intro, you record, it works. There we go. For the folks playing along at home, it doesn't matter if you are Pokemon literate or not. Just look up a picture of these as we say them, and you'll 
one picture, one look is all you need to know about these these pocket monsters. So, yep. but the four categories that we're going to be rating these Pokemon on today are uh, appearance, uh, temperament, uh, utility, and the classic thing that every pet do it, you know, how well do it sleep on bed? You know, sleep on bed. It's got to be yep. able to sleep on the bed with you. It's a house pet. Uh, yep. Your we're dog not talking... or your cat snuggling up with you. Yep. We're not talking Pokemon in the traditional sense of like training and things like that. Although, you know, to some extent we are a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we'll bend the rules a, a little, but uh, yep. really we're looking for a house pet out of our Pokemon, not necessarily the best battler or things right. like that. Just like in the first episode, we're running it back. We got it. It's not what Pokemon makes the best Pokemon. It's what Pokemon makes the best house pet. That's right. Well, with that in mind, Cody, do you want to start us off with your Generation 4 pick? Sure. Um, Like I said, Gen 4 was probably the hardest for me out of these ones. Um, There's not a ton of unique Pokemon in this this set, but, uh, and I had to try real hard not to just pick Turtwig or Grodel again because that was like my same pick in the first episode but really I looked at both those and I was like I I think these make a good pick yeah (laughs) yeah a turtle man you can't beat that it's basically a Bulbasaur again I chose Ivysaur in the first one but sure they they have like the tree on their back and stuff I mean instead of flower dog you got tree turtle (laughs) I think there is a real argument to be made for tree turtle but I have to do Carl a solid uh, in my first pick here. I don't know if to be excited or worried. Uh, my first pick for Gen 4 is going to be Riolu. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, spelled exactly as it's pronounced, R-I-O-L-U. Yep. That is the baby form of Lucario. That's right. So this thing is basically, imagine a fox, but it's like black and blue. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's kind of got it, got like poodle ears on it too. It also stands on two feet, so it's it's bipedal yep. instead of like a Vulpix. Um, yep. I mean, it's cute. It is. It's definitely cute, but also like it looks like it's kind of wearing a mask a little bit, and like it's basically Sly Cooper. Yeah, it's, it's like baby it Sly Cooper. Very much Sly Cooper. Um, <laughs> it's baby Sly Cooper. And you know what? For a year's worth of podcasts, we have mentioned Sly Cooper plenty of times, which is kind of impressive, I think. It's iconic. Bring like if, if any studio executive or game person is listening, bring Sly Cooper back. Like just I'm surprised they had I actually didn't they bring it like didn't they reboot it slight like I don't know. A few years ago? And it did Ooh, I don't think it did very well, maybe. Maybe not. I, don't know. I could be uh, making that up and mixing it up with Ratchet and Clank. For cuteness or appearance, I think this is at least a four. Thank you. Uh, I would argue. I would argue that this may be a five. Like, yeah. I mean, my only argument for that is because Riolu gives you kind of either side of what you're looking for. Like, either the coolness factor is pretty high up there, especially with him being a fighting fighting Pokemon, but mm-hmm. also like he's definitely got the like cute fox look going on too like i don't know it's, it's a it's a cute little puppy dog we fuck it give it a five like bright blue you know it's what else yep. what more do you want you don't want anything more it gets a five um okay so sleeps on bed yeah it's 
two feet tall. What's it? What's it? It says, yeah, two feet tall and it weighs 44 and a half pounds. It's pretty so, much box sized at this point. It's That's dense. Almost <laughs> literally box sized. It, it's your dog Bach is what he, it is. He weighs he weighs 48 pounds, I think, the last time at the vet. He, and he's, he's about very small. Yeah. So basically, you just picked your dog. Yep. I want to deduct points for this so badly, but I, I mean, can't. He sleeps on our bed every night. Yep. <laughs> again, what more do you, five, what more do you want? Yeah. And again, he's like, he is like very fox-like. Uh, I imagine, I mean, it doesn't explicitly say it, but it. I imagine it's kind of like short-haired kind of thing. Um Yep. You know, it doesn't have like long flowy hair or anything like that. Yep. And it's not um, wet or anything. You know, it's not on no, fire it's, like it's, some <laughs> other options in the Pokemon universe. Look, I respect the pick because it's such a strong pick, but also you did what I kind of tried to avoid with a couple of my picks, which is how do I not just pick a different type of dog? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> dog and bird are two things that you could really just choose in the Pokemon universe. Like you could always just have that one bird and it's going to be a pretty good pick for house bet nine yeah. times out of 10. Every generation has its classic bird. Yeah. Has hey, it's Pidgey. What variety <laughs> of bird do you want? Um, right. And what variety of dog do you want? <laughs> Riolu's yeah, five for sleeps on bed, five for uh, cuteness. Uh, let's go temperament. So, so this is uh, some interesting stuff. We can actually right. get into like what Riolu can do and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't uh, typically communicate much, um, but they communicate to each other uh, through like an aura. So they can like energy, energy in the form of an aura, um, and they can like kind of project that to one another or they can see so like a riolu can see emotion basically can see this aura and like uh so if it's mad it can have like a mad aura a red aura can it it see your aura and see your emotions great great question um i believe it can Uh, so it's gonna know when you're annoyed at it and then it's gonna get sad Ooh, see you took it a different way because i see that as like like support animal like right where it could be yeah, like, but, like you when your I'm dog thinking, knows you're sad <laughs> that's going to be good but i'm thinking of like when you're trying to record a podcast or you and carrie are trying to play D mm-hmm. and bach wants to play and bach is jumping all over you and then you or carrie kind of snaps at bach and says bach get down not now what color is that aura and how sad is that riolu gonna fucking i'm gonna be? say i'm gonna say that aura is green uh I don't really know why, but it feels like a green move to me. Worst um, color of magic. Anyway, I, I'm in, no white is the worst color of magic. <laughs> green anyway. at least has big creatures. Stompy. I'm saying, I'm saying my least favorite to play, but anyway, fair uh, enough. Fair enough. But your dog is going to be able to tell when you're annoyed at it. And it's yeah. going to, it's not going to like that. Cause it it's just not wants a great look. Yeah. You. But um, like, it wouldn't it also like be able to realize preemptively that I was getting annoyed and like stop stop? Oh, well, that's a double edged sword because do, right. do a dog know how to stop? A dog don't. And, See, but, and here's the other thing: but the dog right? doesn't know that you're like annoyed at it until you yell, like until you like either scorn him or what you know, whatever. Here's here's the other half of this coin, though. Okay, you think Bach is annoying. And a bundle of energy that won't slow down and gets the zoomies and jumps on everything. I know where you're going with this. 
the the Pokedex entry for Riolu here says its body is little yet powerful. It can crest three mountains and cross two canyons in one night. Mm-hmm. Also, they are able to run all through the night. This thing needs exercise. Holy fuck, does yeah. this thing need exercise? Imagine yeah. Riolu Zoomies, dude. Every it does say it's fun, energetic, and extraordinarily loyal. That's huge for temperament, actually. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure out whether they can see our aura. I think they can. Let's assume for the sake Let's of argument they that they do. Yeah. I all right. Because it's gonna get a five unless I knock it down, and three fives is too many fives. <laughs> Ultra gonna, Sun does say so the Ultra Sun Pokedex does say yeah. it knows how people and Pokemon feel by looking at yep. their auras. Yep. Okay, so it can tell how you feel. So Because of that, I'm going to think it's going to be a little too sensitive at times and the sheer amount of exercise that it's going to require for someone who doesn't have all day to focus on training. Like Cody Campbell, the Pokemon trainer, could take care of that. Cody Campbell, the man with a day job. The house pet, yeah. As a house pet, you're going to need a big yard for Riolu to run around in. Yeah, it it literally says it has extraordinary energy and endurance. So like not only am I going to have to work this thing out a lot, but it's going to have to be like rigorous exercise. Uh, like, on the other hand, you're going to get in hella shape. Well, yeah. will I? <laughs> I mean, so I'm, I'd argue a 3.5, but that's just me. Uh, knowing myself. Yeah, I'm going to say this is probably a three. OK. Um. Only because, uh, like, I don't think Riolu is going to be happy, like, uh, doing the same thing either. Like, No, Riolu is going to need variety. So I can't just, like, get Riolu a a treadmill, you know? I can't have a Riolu treadmill because he's, like, that's going to work two days or, you know, whatever. And then he's going to be like, all right, what's the next thing? Well, and your electric bill is going to go through the roof because he's going to be on it for 18 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't know if you've ever had a hamster, but I had a hamster yep. as a pet a couple times. And, uh, I can imagine I've never owned one, but I, I knew exactly where you're going with this. Always in the middle of the night, they're on their fucking hamster wheel while you're trying to sleep and they squeak and whatever, not the, the wheel, not the hamster. Yeah. Uh, but then all I can imagine is like it's three in the morning, you're dead asleep, and you just hear the whir of that treadmill treadmill thump, kick thump, up. Riolu's running around. <laughs> well, and the treadmill won't go fast enough because Pokemon have basically superpowers. So this thing is like fast as fuck, boy. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm going to go with a three. I can see all it right. being, it's working out being an issue. But I do think there's some upside to that, to the aura stuff because there, there is some upside there. It's a way to non-verbally communicate, which is like your pet, which is pretty sweet. I mean, even if you could do that person to person, it'd be way better where you could just like see Carrie come home and be like, she's got a yellow aura. I'm going to let her let her be let her chill and hang out until that aura clears up. Well, or if your Riolu sees that you're scared, it knows like, all right, shit's about to go down. I should be ready to mock punch this mofo over yeah, here because that's a lot of like when you have a pet that's a lot of the issue is that like you can't communicate that effectively to your pet and like right. let them know something's going to be okay or you know let them know you're upset or but also pokemon understand human speech <laughs> yeah which is so weird why don't we <laughs> ask that question more they <laughs> they speak english but they don't like well and then they un- they speak it they understand it so 
they're roughly intelligent. Why are we allowed to own them? <laughs> yeah, we we definitely cross like we talked about this in the first episode too. It's a little odd. Pokemon yep. training in general is a little odd. Yep. Definitely. Especially if they like do they want to fight each other or do we just make it happen? Some of them <laughs> some of them definitely do. Like you see it out in the wild a lot and some Pokemon are like, oh, they challenge all comers, whatever, blah, blah, yep. blah, blah. Like that's kind of Riolu's thing is it's like trying to get stronger. So it, it's going to want to pick a fight. Yep. Uh, utility. Uh, I don't, I, I'm going to say it's probably, I'm going to try to get like a three and a half. Uh, well, here's what I was going to say. I was going to say. It might be low. I don't know. I was going to say straight average two and a half it's loyal as hell so that'll give it half a point and the the aura emotion communication will give it another half a point so i'll give you three and a half okay three and a half Uh, i could do three and a half and you could argue loyalty should be in temperament and like attitude but riolu ain't gonna run off on you and if you say hey riolu do me a favor can you run out to the backyard and water the garden like it's gonna go do that yeah, that's you. fair. I like that. I, like it's going to be basic help around the house. Let's go straight up two and a half, right down the middle. I don't. I think in Pokemon terms, we have to bring Riolu down a bit, only because like other Pokemon are straight up just like way use, like way useful. Yeah, yeah. Riolu is not. A, you don't choose Riolu as your house pet to like get things done. You know, we no. When, that's true. If, if we're talking about the first episode, like you chose. Uh, by the way, you were like the flashiest Pokemon oh, trainer in that episode. Yeah, yep, definitely. Uh, you chose like Rapidash, who obviously and getting around, Scarmony getting around as well. Yep. Like, um, you know, a plane, a car, yeah, <laughs> or but a horse like, rather. But like those specifically, you have um, like major utility, very that high will utility, improve yep. your day to day life. Like Rio, Rio, while like. Look, he would be a good companion and stuff, but he's not like pouring you, like giving you a glass of water or whatever. You know, there's like, I mean, I've argued, you've argued it down to a two on my book now. Oh man. Well now I I think there are, I think there are also worse ones, right? Where like you have your, you have your fire types who are, um, prone to burning things down. Uh, are we, are, we can just call it a two and a half. I think he's straight down the middle. Okay. I think he's straight down the middle. So that puts Riolu at like a 16, I think. Uh, five, five, three and a half, two and a half. Uh, I put it, I put a three for, okay. So 15 and a half, 15 and a half. That's pretty solid out the gate for Riolu. I know Carl's sitting there fist pumping to this. Uh, he, Carl is arguing for all fives at home right now. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, that's fine, but, I did what I could. He'll get there. Um, so I've got one. Uh, my pick for Generation 4 is Buizel. I almost chose Buizel. I was worried you were going to cho- uh, chose Buizel. <laughs> chose Buizel. We chose you. My one you. over there now chose Buizel. I am a little sad, though, that neither one of us chose Banjo Hippopotas noises. or whatever. I uh, almost chose Hippopotas, <laughs> but I couldn't think of a reason why. And also, it didn't have like great Pokedex entries. I just, so. I just love him so much. I don't know why. I, Whenever I play Diamond and Pearl, I always make sure to get a Hippopotas and then a Hippodon because ground types wreck shit yeah. in that game. Like If you have a strong ground type, you are set. So I well, always make sure to get one. 
Gen 4, the, that's uh, the remakes coming out soon, right? I am very excited. We can talk about that a little at the end if we want to. Sure. Uh, but Buizel, for those of you playing along at home, imagine an otter with like some little fish fins on its arms and a tail that like splits into two so it can spin it like a propeller mm-hmm. and like a yellow inner tube around its neck. Yeah. This is the sea weasel Pokemon. It is like an orange dog and like an orange otter dog thing. And it loves the water. Uh, it, it can inflate the little inner tube around its neck as a flotation device. Uh, it can spin its two tails like a corkscrew to go through the water. There's a picture of it actually like hovering around using those like tails from Sonic does. <laughs> I mean, it this basically is just tails from Sonic with an inner tube around its neck. Like this is straight this is up Navy SEAL tails. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, this is, is what just this is. this is just tails. Yep. So uh, appearance, this thing's cute. This thing's fucking. This thing's cool looking for sure. I yep. mean. I, it is, it I is would tail. like to say a five. I, I like a five on appearance here. Honestly, yep. it, it looks sweet. I, I love the like blue fins that it has on its arms. Uh, yep. The like split tail is a cool look and it's got like a little mohawk thing too. It's, it does this have like a, a little fringe. Yeah, this is a this is a five. Yeah, it's a cute, cute little otter dog. Um, yep. For uh, sleeps on bed, it's two feet tall and it weighs 65 pounds. So this is a dense boy. Ooh. <laughs> How is this how is this thing that heavy? Like uh, and it floats apparently? Like what? Well, but it also is heavy so it can dive too. Are, it likes are to you... go underwater. Okay. Well, this thing, let's calculate the density on this thing. Um This <laughs> thing, there's no way this thing floats. How much did you say? 65 pounds? Yeah, but it, it can inflate the inner tube thing, man. It can float. It's two four. Look, this man. Is... 52 inches i we had we had a standard poodle no, growing up and, 24 no. plus yeah. 4 28 inches yeah. it's 28 inches we we had a standard poodle growing up as our family dog she we got her from a breeder and they're like oh she has like the tiniest underbite so she can never show she's imperfect like we'll sell her for cheap and we're like are you kidding me she's the friendliest puppy here so we'll take her home she's fine yeah. like never like showed her or gave her a show cut or anything she was just a family dog and she was a, a bit over two feet tall and she was between 55 and 65 pounds most of her life. So like dogs is dense in more ways uh, yeah, than one. They're not smart, that's, but that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and, and she loved to swim. I'm so. just, it's, it's bizarre to me that this, cause it's small, like in the anime, <laughs> it is small. This thing can summon water and do all sorts of crazy moves but you draw the line at how much it weighs <laughs> that is so much weight like i don't know like you ever grab a plate at the gym that's only 45 pounds and that little thing like feels yeah so, i mean it's steel it's made of steel so what is a fucking what's a yeah, but this blitzel made out of weasel thank you blitzel is a whatever pokemon from another generation sorry don't get them confused um sorry yeah, you should be nerd cred revoked. <laughs> uh, I've lost so much at this point. It doesn't. I mean, it, it's irredeemable. It's all good. I would say can sleep on bed because my dog was about that size and she could sleep on the bed. So. I do want I do. I, I agree with this. My question to you would be, you know, since this is basically an otter is the way I'm thinking of it. Like, how dry is your weasel going to be like is 
I'm only trying to argue for like a four here, probably, because there's going to be can... a time where he comes in wet. I'll take a four. You're right. But because he he do, loved the water, can. he loved the water. He loved he loved to be in the water. We'll take a four for sleeps on bed because can be soggy, okay. can um, be soggy. Yep. For which is a common Pokemon problem. Really common is. Pokemon problem can be fire, can be soggy, can yeah. be <laughs> can be just a big bug, can be um, dirt, <laughs> can, can be a sandcastle. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, temperament. Let's see. I mean, this has got to be, this is going to be pretty high, I think. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, they're, they're always in the, like, cause so, I forget who has one in the, in the anime, but somebody has one. I think uh, Ash, Ash has maybe. one and Dawn has one. In okay. The anime. And they like walk around and like, they're pretty chill. Gen- like, uh, it's basically like, I just, I think of like an Aussie lifeguard, like, Really chill, like how's it going? Like walking up and down the beach. Oh, I gotta go save this person, and then zoom, and then comes back. Oh, it's all good. Like we saved him. Like just the most chilled out. Like yeah, like lifeguard vibes. Yeah, which I don't hate. Yeah, but also lifeguard, but also like a dog. (laughs) I I am he. I mean, again, pick your pick your dog, uh, but. Well, this is the closest one to a dog. My next couple are off the rails, so sure. Uh, <laughs> mine you are see that's that, mine are off, that's also a little off the rails. Four was probably my most tame. Um, <laughs> I I am just out of curiosity before we continue these scores. Why not a floatzel? Because uh, that one had a mean look on its face in the picture, <laughs> and I didn't like that. <laughs> look, I can appreciate that honesty. Because uh, I'm like, all right, I was just we need curious to go for max- why, why the one versus the other. Yeah, maximum cuteness. We need to go for most relaxed, like chilled out, happy vibes from your pet. Floatzel would like, I don't know, kick you if it got mad or something. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I get it for sure. Uh, so temperament. I mean, I'll say four. Okay. I, I'm in. I I like that for temperament. Um. Sure. I think it's a little, it's definitely more chill than Riolu, and we gave Riolu a three. So, yep. I'm, I'm into that. Utility, I mean, I like in the summer, I love going to the, the beach. I love going to the lake. I love going to the pool. We've I've got a pond behind my house. Um, imagine taking Weasel ice fishing, like, <laughs> or fishing in general. You just fishing win, in fishing. general. Like, imagine getting up on your inner tube and be like, all right, Buizel, pull me around the lake. <laughs> I, I was literally just about to ask you if a Buizel could, could like tow. It has a propeller for a tail, dude. I, I'm that super thing's in- got some speed. I'm super into like water skiing behind your, your Buizel. Um, shit. I, yes. I don't know how fast it can swim, but that seems irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll give it. I'd like to give it at least like a three and a half or a four. What did we give well, Riolu? I we gave Riolu right down the middle, two and a half. It's well, definitely I, I, more functional than a than a Riolu. I'd um, argue a three or three and a half because it's functional, but it's situational because you kind of need water. I like a I like cool. a three and a half uh, for okay. a couple reasons. One, it, it, ability to water house plants, big help there. Big help. Uh, and then number two is just that, like, I mean, you said it, that you enjoy being on or around the water, 
I think having your buizel like um I guess promotes you to do more things that you enjoy, right? So like that's a plus yeah. in my book. Well, and I mean imagine you've like ultimate lifeguard like I mean shit, you're out you're out pontooning, not that I have a boat, but I know people who do. You're out pontooning, your buddy gets too drunk, falls over the side of the boat. Easy. Buizel. No weird. Buizel. E- easy easy buizy. <laughs> Uh, so that puts Weasel. He hates that. He's trying hard not I, to laugh. I am that. not letting that one. I'm just letting <laughs> that one die on the vine. I'm not touching it. Uh, ah, damn it. Uh, that puts him at a, let's see, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, engineering, uh, 16 and a half. Let's go. That's strong. Is that fucking right? Did I mess that up? Four plus, yep, it's 16 and a half because it's 8 plus 5 plus 3 and a half. Welcome to Shouting Into the Void, a math podcast. Welcome to Mathing Into the Void, <laughs> where the void is our brains. Um, <laughs> all right, Gen 5. These Gen were five. Uh, Pokemon Black and White, and Black and White 2 were these games. I never played them. This was a bit of a black hole for me, but I yeah, went with too. the most off-the-wall one I could think of. But you're, it's your turn, so we'll find out. Okay, I went, uh, I went pretty easy, and I think this is a good house pet for me, but I'm not necessarily sure it's a good house pet for anyone else. And I went <laughs> with Timber. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm finding it in the Pokedex list. That, is that yep. the one that evolves into Girder? Mm-hmm. All right, this is just a dude with a fucking log. log. Yeah. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Uh, so this is perfect. Another fighting type Pokemon. I don't know what I'm feeling today that... I keep picking fighting types, but uh, he wants to punch my friend. Yeah. This is basically a gray, like a khaki colored dude, uh, who seems to have like veins bulging is almost what it looks like, but they're more like pink than red, uh, kind of well, all it, over it, his arms and stuff. It's like, he's wearing like a, like a weird sweater and like has rolled up the sleeves into like a inner tube shape for the big old veins. But yeah, yeah he's a, he's a, he's a dude. He's got like a little pompadour haircut thing on him. Yep. And he's carrying what looks to be like a two foot section of four by four rough cut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's two feet tall uh, and 27 pounds. He weighs a third of a blitz or a third of a weasel. <laughs> I mean, hey. And he's got a giant log. <laughs> uh, it, it fights by swinging a piece of lumber around. Uh, it's close to evolving when it can handle the lumber without difficulty. These Pokemon appear at building sites and help out with construction. They always carry squared logs, so they always are carrying lumber around. Dude, you're a woodworker. This is perfect. I know. That's exactly. I mean, this is extra hands in the wood shop. Like, and and I feel like the timber is going to be like into it, you know, like yeah, enjoy dude, helping. It, like, this is well, what it likes. It already says they help out with construction. Right. This is holy shit. All right. Utility for you, I've got to give this like a four. I I I think for me, yeah, it's it's hugely fu- hugely functional. Um yeah. you know, having an extra set of hands. I mean, I have to call Carrie out to the wood shop anytime I'm like need, need to move hands. stuff or you know, yeah. all the time. Um and then I mean this guy brings his own wood to the wood shop. I mean, come on. What more do you want? Let's see. It's usually found at construction sites helping construction workers. It loves helping in construction so much that if rain causes work to cease, it will throw a tantrum while swinging the log around. Okay, I don't know that I love that. 
because because that makes me feel like my timber is going to be like you're playing video games fuck that <laughs> like, he could be working just branch through the tv <laughs> or you give it minecraft and let it play see there we go now that's thinking right i love it uh i think it's cute i don't think it's like as cute as riolu or buizel yeah i think it's probably the i definitely think it's the the least of the three so far yeah but what did we give riolu a five and buizel a five on appearance we gave them both a five yeah i'd give this average appearance or a little more than average because it is kind of like it's not the ugliest pokemon out there it's kind of bland though i definitely get what you're saying uh three three okay three for appearance uh what do we say four four and a half or a five for utility what do you want for utility Uh, how useful is this to you i mean very useful to me uh but as a general score probably not as useful um like like for you the score I mean, you're pretty handy too, but like for you, I feel like the score goes down, right? Yeah. Like, or but, for an average person. But, you know, it, it does say that it's like obsessed with construction, but also you could like, I feel like you, you can train a pet, you can train a Pokemon. It wouldn't be super difficult to redirect that, like get shit done energy that this guy brings. Right. Cause like. Like I was telling you before the pod, I've been doing fall lawn cleanup at my parents and my grandparents for the last like three weekends. Mm-hmm. So it would not be super difficult to redirect Timber's helping energy and be like, hey, yeah. man, I know you want to work. I know you want to like build shit out of wood right now, but we got to clear all these branches. We got to clear these leaves. You can like, say like trimming trees, stuff like that. It's going to be plenty happy with that, I feel like. Uh, yeah, like. Once once it knows and you've got to figure out that it's your pet, I think it's going to be fine. Um, yeah. Especially when give, you're working with it, right? I like, would say give it at least, I mean, in general, because for you, it's probably a five. For me, it's probably closer to a three, three and a half. I'd say four or four and a half. Let's go four. We'll go straight okay. up four. I like that. Uh, temperament, I think is pretty good. I, I like the temperament. And now the swinging the log around thing is a little... <sighs> Yeah, but what would you rather have? A coworker that never does shit or a coworker that wants to work and just keeps working and working and working and actually gets frustrated when something holds them up. Yeah, and also again, like I feel like this is uh another scenario similar similar to Buizel, like where it's going to having this Pokemon would like kind of enable me to go out in the wood shop more and do more of the things that I enjoy. Like, absolutely. Um, which is a plus for me. Um, I, I would say either three and a half or a four here, probably. Uh, I, I think yeah. I would only argue with three and a half. If it seems like this thing is prone to swing this stick around. I would say let's give it a four. Um, okay. and then sleeps on bed. Um, Two builds you a bunk bed. Yeah. I mean, after it built, gets done building the bed, it can hop right in. The, yeah, the, only, the only concern is the log. <laughs> it's, you, it's pictured with it. It's coming with. I, I cannot find a picture without the log. Like, I'm, I'm trying. It's, it's got the log. So the log is coming to bed. It says it always has it. Like, why does it always have it? Well, and not, not only does it always have it, but if you read some of the other Pokedex entries... 
They say it's getting ready to evolve around the time it can carry logs three times its size. So this thing is bringing a six foot four by four to sleep in bed. <laughs> yep, that's a big log. I'd still give it like a three, three and a half, but just for sheer like, I don't yeah, know. The log is inconvenient. I didn't consider when I chose this that <laughs> I didn't consider the log. It's bringing the log to bed. I did not consider that. Uh, I mean, Buizel's wet on occasion. Timber comes with a log. Yep. Yeah, the log. Poison. The log is not great. I'm going to be real honest with you. <laughs> it's a bad look for bed. Uh, uh, yes, me, my fiance, and our pet Timber and his pet log. Yeah, because uh, also, like, I mean, we sleep with animals on our bed, and it is pretty inconvenient at best when they're just an animal. Like, they spread out. They're all over you, stuff like mm -hmm. that. So all I can imagine, too, like, it's not like this Timber is, like, laying the log, like, next to you like up and down where it's not going to be that big of a deal i think like, i, I picture timber like, hug, like spooning and hugging the log like timbers, I, that's exactly what i thought it's yeah. a teddy bear it's a yeah. loggy bear yep basically that's what timber is is just a loggy bear uh, yeah <laughs> and i mean I, we haven't brought this into other uh pokemon either though but as soon as this thing evolves too it only gets worse like it gets continually worse <laughs> When this thing evolves, it goes from timber to girder and has a steel eye beam. <laughs> eye beam, yeah. And then it goes to conkleder or whatever, and that thing's yeah, got which has concrete, two, two concrete pillars, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you tell me what this is getting for sleep on bed. Um, I mean, we gave we gave Weasel a th four because it's wet. Because it's wet. Uh, I'm I'm gonna probably go three. I think. All right, three is fine. What does that brings put our boy? It brings a literal log to bed is a definite point point lost. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. That makes 14. Not bad. Not, Not bad, bad for our, our, our little timber. I think it's a good choice. Uh, I think we probably... it's. I think it's a great choice for me. Uh, yeah. I think, I think generally speaking, the... You don't, you don't hate it. It's right. definitely a plus. It only makes your life better aside yep. from the log. <laughs> <laughs> my pick for gen 5 uh for the best house pet pokemon is vanillux so you're taking some ice cream huh this thing is basically like a two it's like imagine if a nintendo 64 controller and an ice cream cone had a baby <laughs> i'm about to light you up on this thing <laughs> you i expect you to i i don't know that i will but let me tell you i think there were I'm surprised this is your pick, uh, but go I ahead. Said and, I was going off the rails. <laughs> go ahead and show your work here. For what show your you workings. Vanillux. Vanillux. Yep. Okay, you're going for the big one. The big one. Yeah. So this looks like two ice cream cones like smashed together, but the ice cream like the the cone is ice, right? Yep. And it's got like faces on each of the cones, and they're happy and they're excited. I think for appearance, three and a half, four. I think, it, I think this is gotta be we gave we gave timber a three this, i think this has got to be it's cute it's it's an ice cream cone um, <laughs> i mean it's got happy faces like timber has like a mischievous evil grin and looks like he's roiding out and is just kind of gray i think okay. this is higher than timber but lower than the other two if that's fair i don't know i would argue think. this is not higher than a timber. Then, all right. Well, then 
Can we? What do we get to? Well, let me. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. I he can hasn't even pulled it up, folks, and he's already he is, shitting on it. No, I got it. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at it, but I'm trying to see if there's any other like better pictures, and there's there's not a bunch. Um, no, it's it's not complicated. It does what it says on the box. <laughs> um, I mean, it does have some happy faces, I guess. It's mm. see, but it falls out of cute for me. That's what I'm struggling with. Like, I hear you. Well, and then let's tie it. Let's tie it with timber. Okay, I'm good with a three. All right, we'll take a three for appearance. Uh, for temperament, um, so it seems like it's pretty easy going, but it does get upset sometimes. But when it gets upset, um, it can expel powerful blizzards from its two mouths. It can, it can create snow anywhere, which makes it popular among skiers and snowboarders. You know... There's a real that they put that line in a ton of Pokedex entries. Yeah. Basically every ice Pokemon, they're like, oh, it loves hanging out with skiers and snowboarders. <laughs> well, who wants fresh powder? Uh, skiers and snowboarders. Because I think we talked about it in the Eevee episode, too, because uh, mm-hmm. isn't a Glaceon, Glaceon yep. like always at a ski resort, ski too? Resort. So that's why I like this thing, because in the summer you've got. You got your buizel in the summer. <laughs> yeah, you got your buizel in the summer. And then if it gets too hot, which it's gonna, because global warming is real, folks. This was the coldest summer we're ever gonna have again. It's only gonna get worse. Uh, Vanillux here can cool things down. Uh, imagine getting a perfect snow cone whenever you want. Uh, imagine in the winter shredding fresh powder daily. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say uh, one word to you, Cody. Yep. Statue. Yeah, I mean, definitely. If if you're at Michigan Tech, you need a few of these boys. Um, because holy shit, would they make doing a winter snow statue easy? Yeah, you need some ice Pokemon for that. That's a terrible thing. I'm so glad to never have to do that again. <laughs> being in college and literally being expected to work every night after you're done, like until midnight or later, it was yep. just for a month. Like, man, I can't even imagine how much higher my GPA would have been if I had not done that. Well, imagine how much higher it would have been if you had a Vanillux to make snow and help shape it and form it for you. So much easier. Hey, Vanillux, instead of us shoveling into this four by eight just by four. Why don't you just puke form, into it? <laughs> can you just snow in here? And then it's like <laughs> Vanillux. And then, it, and then <laughs> you've got a full form of snow. Um, so... I, I appreciate what you're doing here, but I do want to read you some uh, things in a behavior column that I'm looking at, if that's all okay. right. Uh, this says, uh, I'm just going to read the whole thing because if all feels relevant. Okay. This Pokemon consumes large quantities of water. Already a little inconvenient, but that's okay. Ooh. Which yeah, it stores it inside its body and creates internal snow clouds. When angered, it will spew out the snow clouds and blast violent blizzards at its opponents. Now, just say opponents there. So, like, you might get hit with a snow blast or two if you piss it off, whatever. But generally not that bad. But then it keeps going. And it says, uh, Vanillux appears to be an unstable, moody Pokemon, despite the grins on its faces, often having infighting between the two heads. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not aware of this. 
<laughs> oh no! This it was not- so wrong. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, I have a couple backups just in case. I did have a couple. <laughs> Okay. Uh, if we want to switch, I mean, it's your it's your pick. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you tell me. We can go to uh, Dwebble or we can go to Ducklet. Oh, uh, let's see. Dwebble is the little crab guy, little crab yep. boy. Yep. I like that. What's the other one? Ducklet. Ducklet. I don't know if I even know what a ducklet is. It's a sky blue duck. What the fuck? I have never seen a ducklet. I honestly did not know this was a Pokemon. Let's talk about ducklet. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. I've um, never seen this before in my life. <laughs> never once got, have I seen this Pokemon. Got a new one for Cody. All right. We are pivoting away from vanilla to the ice cream <laughs> cone to ducklet. Imagine, if you will, a duck with googly eyes like white eyes with black pupils yep and it's sky blue is, sky is blue. all this thing is it's just a sky blue duck and it's wearing a slightly darker blue diaper of feathers uh, like tuft yeah it looks kind of a diaper <laughs> um these pokemon are excellent divers they swim around in the water eating their favorite food peat moss they're better at swimming than flying uh, they like to dive underwater. Dude, this looks like a Nickelodeon character more than it looks like a Pokemon. This is basically—I do not understand this. Right, but like, this is basically like whichever one of Huey, Dewey, and Louie was like. Was one of them blue, or was one of them blue? Yeah, blue. yeah. I think it's Dewey is blue. Yeah, I think Louie well, is green and Huey is red. Hmm. That's it. That's what Hugh he he. Hugh he is. That's what Hugh he Hugh he is. <laughs> My brain. <laughs> um, it's a duck, and it, even in its picture, it's like waving at you. Yeah, like, and actually, in most depictions of this duck, like it's got one of its wings up. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, lives around ponds and rivers. Talented diver and can spray water from its feathers for self defense. Can water your plants. Uh, it does see. not say can water your plants. You put that in. <laughs> I did put that in. <laughs> you um, said it in the tone that you were reading, so I was like, no fucking way. Yep. Let's see here. Oh man, seems like it's okay. Three ducklet debuted in this whatever episode. They attacked Ash and his friends and stole some of their items, including Ash's hat and someone's sunglasses. Yeah, but that was like that ducklet was trained by a thief. Like, oh, okay. Oh, so you can train it really well. So it takes to apparently. training pretty well. All right. Let's get to rating so we don't spend forever on Gen 5. Um, appearance. It, it uh, be, pretty it good. Do be, it do be cute, though. It do be real cute. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say... Four and a half? Uh, let's go... I'll go five. It's cute. It's right. real cute. Uh, sleeps on bed. It is one foot, eight inches. So like almost you know two feet ish one one to two feet somewhere mm-hmm. and it's twelve point one pounds easy is duck sleeps on uh, bed five I'm gonna say four wet because wet wet boy okay. wet four. feathers it says it right in the thing yep uh, utility sorry, sorry wet really. Pokemon Cody is not a water type trainer uh, utility doesn't really do a whole lot but can be trained to be a thief apparently yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, because they had to <laughs> shoehorn it into a fucking anime. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with this duck. <laughs> I don't know, make that, it steal something. <laughs> that, that would be me daily with Ducklet. I don't know what to do with this duck. <laughs> uh, I mean, but, can, can water plants uh, trainable? Emily loves ducks. They're her second favorite animal after cats. You so want to go? You go three and a half. I'll take a three and function. a half function uh, for utility and then temperament. I mean, so if you look, are you on the ducklet page? This, right? this, yeah, I'm on it. But this right. thing looks like this thing so, is more vanilla than a Vanilux, man. <laughs> more vanilla than a vanilla ice cream. Cone. So <laughs> I want you to scroll down the page a little bit to mm-hmm. the in the anime section, right? Yep. And there's a picture with the caption "Ducklet in the anime." Mm-hmm. There is nothing going on upstairs in that picture. No, no thoughts. Head empty. These things are just like blank staring at like ducklet. Yep. This is Ducklet? a this is as blank a slate as it gets. Uh, which maybe that's a good thing. I mean, it seems it's decent not mean. Enough. It's not mean. It's not anything. It <laughs> is. <laughs> it's two two and a half right down the middle two and a half it's two and a half when you get it it can be molded to be a wonderful companion sure Sure. but out the gate i don't know if it's got two brain cells to rub together yep yeah it's a it's a rough look for sure uh that makes it a 15 fuck it's better than timber It's going down. I don't. I'm I, dis- I disagree with this, but we're going to keep it moving forward. Uh, uh, the only reason I would have picked Dwebble is because you and Carrie like to go rock hounding, and this thing likes rocks. Trying to appeal to the greater. I see how it would have found you some rocks. But we can move on to Gen Six. Who's your Gen Six pick, Mike? Hang on, I just went through two or three of them. Uh, why? We're going for you. All right. I got a all bad. Right. This is admittedly a bad pick. All right. All right. Mine is also bad. So if you want me to go first and save yours for last. Go ahead. I picked Klefki, the key ring Pokemon. Okay. I'm into <laughs> it. I'm here for it. This it is, is actually really good. It is literally a key ring with a little face on it that looks like an old timey lock, like where you'd put your key. That's its mouth. Uh, Yeah. This thing is, man, this is a good pick. I, I actually... <laughs> I like this one a lot. All right. It's it's not much to look at, but it is kind of cute in a little bit of a way. Yeah, it does have a weird, like, charm, I feel like, about and it. And also, it kind of hovers around and floats. So, like, that's yep. cool. It's all, I mean, it's a fairy type. I feel like they do kind of have more of the, like, cutesy thing going on, generally. I'll argue a three. Uh, all right. I'll go straight up three on Klefki. I like that. Uh, Klefki, let's see, in the past they inhabited mines, when the minerals it fed on became scarce, it moved to human settlements, it now feeds on metal ions by inserting its key-like horn into, like, like, rents or gaps in metal, it likes to collect keys, particularly master keys, and will sneak into people's homes to steal them. Okay, Uh, hold on, (laughs) your Klefki likes to do a B and E. (laughs) Yeah, but again, as long as I give it plenty of keys, I think it would be happy. And I got a lot of fucking keys to keep track of. Yeah, but it likes a master key. What if it gets okay. sick of your keys? 
It's like, yeah, but the neighbor has keys. Okay, but I just get copies of keys made to give to it. Like, I mean, hey, I'm not saying this is necessarily the worst thing in the world. Like, what if, what if this unlocks like Mike's crime spree? And now you've look, just got you like, me, you give me a clef key and a ducklet, and I will steal anything. <laughs> Ducklet walking around with this key ring Pokemon in its mouth. (laughs) Forgetting forgetting Ocean's 8. We need uh, a gross three. (laughs) Just you, a Ducklet, and a Klefki. People have called me a gross three at times. And then then it's like, do you even... (laughs) And it's like, do you... Am I really even breaking in if I have the key? I mean, you're at least trespassing. Um, so, but regardless, uh, it will never release a key it likes. So people will give it important keys as a way to prevent theft. Okay. I like this. Imagine if you will never losing your keys. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Imagine if you will, this thing is like last pass for your life. This is every key you'd ever need. This thing loves. Hold on. Hold on. All I can think of, though, is that what if it doesn't like your key and it's just like, fuck that one? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to we're going to assume that (laughs) it wants to keep as many keys as possible, because that's kind of what it says it wants to do. Uh, It rattles its collection of keys to threaten predators. Um, Also. I don't know. I mean, I've never been in our statement. I've never been in this situation, but I've seen it on like YouTube and stuff. If you're in a fight or a self-defense scenario, throwing your key ring at someone can deal a surprising amount of damage. Like yeah, they I've can seen, punch through metal yep. and cardboard and I've seen like, things too telling you to like put them between your fingers and stuff and Oh yeah, that's really common. Yep. Yeah. So I can be like, yo, Klefki, slam into that guy and <laughs> fuck him up with a key ring <laughs> uh, um i mean I, i'm liking this a lot actually um i it's it's only feels like it's it feels like it's only good right like I, i'm having a hard time coming up with like what is bad about a clef key other than the sound of jingly keys like right. that's the only thing i can kind of come sleeps up with on bed <laughs> it is eight inches tall and mm-hmm. weighs six and a half pounds Excuse me. Uh, I don't think this sleeps on bed so much as it sleeps on nightstand. Yeah, I mean, it It, it doesn't really matter where this thing sleeps because it's basically. I mean, it's a key ring, you know, it, it's a floating intelligent key ring that gets happier. The more keys, you, you know, who likes a clef key? A janitor. Likes I was just going to say a janitor. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A janitor or like a like a like a storage locker manager. I Anyone like who's got a million keys to keep track of likes a clef key. So appearance, we gave it a three temperament. I'll give it like a two and a half or a three. Cause it doesn't seem particularly like yeah, eager it, to help. But it's key is life. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like key is it, life. Yeah. Key is life. It cares about keys. It's not like happy or bad about too much other than if it loses a key. Can I have a three? <laughs> I'll give you a three. All right. It's got Utility? more temperament than a ducket. That's for sure. That's true. 
Utility, I want to say like a four and a half I, or a five. I, I think this is as close to a five as we get. Like, All right, five for utility. Uh, pretty solid. Sleep on bed. Two. <laughs> uh, I'm actually. I think it's higher than that. Um, I mean, you don't necessarily want it in your bed, but I don't know if you fell asleep with a with your key ring in your bed. How offensive is it going to be to you? I mean, you're not even going to know. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I would say it's like a three and a half or a four, probably. I'll take a three and a half. What is what does that put our little boy Klefki at? Klefki's not too bad. Three six nine, fourteen and a half. Fourteen and a half, tied with Girder. No, it's better. It's better than Timber. Sorry, Timber. I cannot so, believe Timber has been. <clears throat> we tanked Timber. <laughs> so here's here's what you do, right? You hand your clef key to Timber and say, take the truck and go to Menards or your, you know, wherever That's you get your shit. lumber and say, fill the truck with wood. We're building something today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then Timber crashes your truck because it's two feet tall and can't see out the windshield. <laughs> no, it's got the stick. It's it's a stick shift. Oh, I hate that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was actually really good. Um, okay. Who is your Gen 6 pick? Is it weirder than Klefki? Oh, maybe a little. And I'm definitely going to get roasted and it's fine. Uh, but I'm choosing Han Edge. Oh, the knife. <laughs> yeah, the sword. Yep. Uh, so my my whole idea behind this one is um, if you ever need, you know, like a home security system, uh, all you need to do is get yourself a Han Edge. Um <laughs> this is a uh, a steel ghost type Pokemon. They are uh, basically a f- floating sword with a big like sash that hangs off of it. Um, it has what looks to be like a face and eyes kind of, but it's it's more like decoration into the sword for the most part, uh, especially on like the the newer stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, it's basically just a haunted sword. Um, I'm trying to find this one in the list on Gen 6. Where is it at? Oh, no. Did I choose? No, it's on 6. Whew. You just scared the shit out of me. Um, no, no, no. You're fine. I'm just trying to find it. I don't know. Control F H O N. I did. What? But... <clears throat> this is an Alolan Pokemon, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. No, this is XY. Right. Oh shit! My pick was from. Oh my god! I didn't pick from X or Y. I picked from Gen yes! Seven. Yes, <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> it's fine. It's too late now. I didn't even pick an X. All right. So what's next done time is done. What's done is done. Next time you're gonna have to pick an Alolan one, and I'm gonna have to pick an X and Y, and then we'll both pick Sword and Shield for the next okay. episode in a year. In a um, year, we have to remember that. Uh, uh, I mean, okay, sure. <laughs> okay, I know what this is like. All right, how? What is? What is the size of this? sword pokemon is a two foot seven inch sword so sword sized it's a short sword yeah um it is the lowest evolution there is another evolution that is two crossed swords and then sure. uh there's an its final evolution is a sword and a shield that are like right. together um well, i don't know i i kind of love this thing um i i'm a fan uh what's its attitude like uh so interesting question uh it says in a couple of the pokedex entries um it says like apparently this pokemon is born when a departed spirit inhabits a sword 
It attaches itself to people. Ooh, never mind. Don't want to read that last part. <laughs> nope, say it. Uh, it attaches itself to people and drinks their life force. <laughs> <laughs> this is some soul caliber ass shit. Like, yeah, kind of. A soul requires a sword, <laughs> and a sword requires truth. Like this is whatever you want to say. Soul caliber ass bullshit. So, yeah, uh, that's the entry from X. The entry from Y is somehow worse. Um, it says <laughs> if anyone dares to grab its hilt, it wraps a blue cloth around that person's arm and drains that person's life energy completely. Okay, so it sounds like it's only going to drain your life if you try to use it like a typical sword. Yeah. Because this thing can float around and fly, which I don't know if we covered. Yeah. Um, I think, and I almost picked uh, Haxorus in Gen 5 because it had a couple big axe blades on its neck. Yep. I want this Pokemon in the kitchen. I I mean, it's great in the kitchen. It's Dice great. this onion. It's great as like, I mean, you get, uh, not to bring it back to dogs, but like people get dogs as like protection Security. in their home. Yeah. Yeah. Like this goes right there. Right. And then if the attacker like tries to get your knife away from you and grabs its handle, he's fucking done. You're done. Yeah. And done then and you're gone. like, shit, Hone Edge, what are we going to do with this body? And well, it starts chopping. <laughs> yeah. Throws it in the, in the reservoir behind the house. Yeah. Or, you know, feed it to Riolu or whatever. There you go. I like that. Or Girder or, or Timber. <laughs> Timber. <laughs> uh timber timber builds a coffin (laughs) i i really like this it's it's the spirit i mean for all intents and purposes from what you can tell from the wiki like this is the spirit of a person who is in a sword um so like that's kind of badass feels like it's gonna be able to talk like or understand you any anyway and uh as long as you don't try to pick it up and use it it's not gonna kill you yep uh appearance Pretty it's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. It's cool looking. Yeah, it's not cute, but it's cool. I'd give it three and a half, four. Uh, I like a four. I mean, it's a sword. Okay, it's pretty a, cool. Look, if there's one thing you all should have learned after a year of this podcast, it's that swords are cool. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Amen. All right. Four. So four for appearance. Utility four and a half or five. I mean, this is a solid. This is a solid watchdog. It's great in the kitchen. It's like it's great for everything that you want unless you want to hold a sword. <laughs> well, but it floats and does its own thing, so you don't yeah, need to. Exactly. I mean, whittling, pocket knife, camping. Oh man. So many possibilities. What's not to like? What, five. What, all right, five it is. All right. Temperament. Okay. It gets a little dicey here. Uh, <laughs> will drain your life force. Uh, seems a little like kind of moody by that effect. But um, also I get the vibe that it. One, a lot depends on who the person was before they became the sword. Yep. And two. Also, like wants to be useful in a way like that's the energy I get off of this. Sure, sure, sure. Like a sword wants. I mean, it's it's useful and it's going to want to be useful and do stuff because I mean if you came back to life as a sword, well, you'd want to do cool shit. That's <laughs> the thing. I feel like it's kind of like its its purpose is like it understands it's a sword and like it wants to do sword things. 
You've basically got Yondu's arrow from Guardians of the Galaxy, but a sword. And sentient. like And yeah, intel- this is basically R2 Shank 2. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love that. I, I'd i give this thing a three or three and a half for temperament because don't ever pick it up. Let's go three just because it will kill you if you pick it up, apparently. Will kill you if you pick it up. Sleeps on bed. <laughs> Uh, again, I don't think th- this is going to be a bad score because uh, I don't think this thing even really does sleep in your bed. Like, doesn't even nope. seems like it seem like it needs to sleep as it's like a ghost. You know? Do you give it a knife block to go in? I mean, I think so. Like, the weird thing is, I mean, I don't picture this thing sleeping, and I, I picture it like cuddly. wandering my house when it's nighttime. Uh, yeah. It it is only four and a half pounds. Um, That's light. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a sword, so it's, I mean, that's light for a sword, I guess, but four and a half pounds and two feet, seven inches. Yep. Um, I, what are we saying for this? I'm saying like low, like one, one and a half. Mm. Doesn't really sleep. Yeah, it's probably a one. All right. It's probably but, a one. I would love to argue with you that it's not, but. <laughs> what do you think it is. should be? Uh, I mean. For the same reason, I would argue, like, with the key argument, I mean, it's not necessarily great to sleep with, but I think it's generally unoffensive. Like, Except for if you roll over and... And grab the hilt. (laughs) And grab the hilt or slice yourself to ribbons on the unguarded blade of your sword Pokemon. Okay. It's a one. (laughs) Uh, 13 on Hon Edge there, or Hone Edge, however you say it. But damn useful. I mean, I I want one. I yeah. I think it makes a good, better pet than the Scourge. Right. I show. want any Pokemon. Like, if yeah. you could be the guy that had a Pokemon, that'd be cool. I don't know if they were like, you can have any, you can have a Pokemon, and you'd be like, fuck yeah. And then they're like, here's a Ducket. <laughs> I'd be like, damn it, we're gonna steal shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ducklet, we are gonna watch every Ocean's movie. We are gonna watch every heist film. We are gonna watch Inception. <laughs> We're gonna oh, by, watch- by the way, this is Klefki. <laughs> yeah. This is your partner, Klefki. You two and me, we're going to be rich, son. <laughs> All oh, right. God. Who's at the top of the list? Is it Buizel? Uh Buizel takes the cake on this one. 16 and a half. Pretty good. You heard it here first, folks. The water otter Pokemon weasel floating water skiing tails. The thing. Water is- tails. Water tails. Is- it wins. Uh, so before we wrap it up, Cody, I know it's been an hour and I know you're kind of short on time, but we had some listener questions come in on my end of things. Oh shit. Uh, in particular about the, uh, the Thor's hammer episode, right? Oh boy. So, uh, the first one is more of a correction than a question, but Mm got to give it up to my friend Janelle who texted me saying, okay, hold on with Captain America. Cause we mentioned Captain America picking up Thor's hammer in age of Ultron, right? Like yep. he, they were all drinking and he goes to like reach for it. And like it Budget. shivers, it twitches. Um, and you know, I think what we said in the episode, cause she corrected us was he couldn't lift it then, but could lift it in end game. And what she said is he could have lifted it and didn't, to spare Thor's ego and feelings because there wasn't a need for it in that moment. And she's like, if you look at his facial expression and Thor's facial expression, they're the only two in the room that realize it. 
and Thor like recognizes that Cap could have done it and didn't. Yeah, but isn't some of the humor in that scene, not to like discredit this, but isn't some of the humor in that scene, like when it shifts focus, that Thor does like a nervous laugh? Like, isn't isn't the idea that it's like he's still trying to maintain that? I guess I guess that's kind of what you're saying to a point, right. but I well, don't know. And, and, and here's my question for you. What's better, that Cap couldn't lift it then and could lift it later, or that he realized he could have and didn't to preserve the team cohesion and like preserve people's feelings and ego and like, Hey, we're an effective team right now. Let's keep this going. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that. I just thought that there was something about like when he quote unquote becomes worthy. I thought it was some, at some point in, in like civil war, maybe, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm sure somebody will yell at me, but Mm -hmm. very nice. I I like that. Uh, to that same extent, I don't know if you have more, I, I have one more question, but okay, if you have so a, a, a I have some, I had something that come up came up on Instagram. I'm not sure who wrote it, but we had a bunch of comments on the Instagram post, people saying who they thought were worthy and things like that. Mm-hmm. And somebody said on there, and I, I haven't fact checked this, um, so I could be just spewing bullshit. But uh, what do we some, do every episode? Yeah, somebody did say that uh, apparently. At some point, Spider-Man is not able to lift the hammer uh, because he has no desire or willingness to kill. That's Uh, interesting. And apparently that is like a quality of Mjolnir is that you have to be like not necessarily murderous, but willing to take a life. And apparently the reason Spider-Man couldn't pick it up in that instant was that. So Batman can never lift the hammer. That's well, that was funny. You bring that up. That was the conversation that happened on the Instagram post was that Batman wouldn't be able to pick up the hammer because he's not willing to kill. Sounds like it tracks to me. Yeah, I had never heard that before, but I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, I like that. Um, That's actually wow. That kind of adds a whole new level of depth to the episode we just had. We'll just have Um, to keep running around the track. We'll see it again in. We'll get you there. Know, most we of a year. The core. Yeah. Um, so the other question came from uh, my buddy Jimmy, and it was very interesting. And you'll probably be able to speak to this a little more than I can. If someone can pick up the hammer, mm-hmm. what happens if they get venomed and symbioted? Can they still pick it up? Or is that Venom trying to pick it up now? How does that work? Uh, I I like the I, I like this idea, um, but I would argue uh, to some extent that it it depends on the symbiote. Um, but if you are speaking specifically about Venom, uh, Venom ha- is like sentient itself. Uh, yes. So even though it, it um, does like affect who you are to an extent as well, like it. Being in the presence of Venom or any symbiote for that matter is known to change you as a person. Well, not only that, but he also mentions that in the comics, there are different versions of Venom, Mm -hmm. different symbiotes that can steal or remove powers. Yep. Yeah, there are uh, basically like almost the way to think of it is like negative energy, almost symbiotes where um, I think there's like a white symbiote that specifically does that. Um, so like takes away powers. If someone can lift the hammer pre venom, 
Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee they can or cannot lift it after Venom. I would say if you were holding the hammer and you got Venomized, I would argue that um, specifically because of Venom and who Venom is, uh, that you would be f- unable to continue lifting that it's, hammer. It's like if a, if a creature on, in Magic the Gathering is equipped and then you flicker it off the board and back yeah. on, equipment drops. Equipment yeah. drop. All right. So you heard it here, Jimmy. Per Cody, Mr. Marvel, um, if you get venomed and you're holding the hammer, you've got to drop it. Well, but, and I, I think that specifically, too, mm-hmm. is because of the nature of venom specifically as a symbiote. Okay. Now, could someone possessed by venom or sharing a body with venom at that point, could somebody sharing a body with venom lift the hammer? So that's... Interesting. Um, I would say plausibly. Uh, it's it's hard to say because Venom typically is considered a villain. Um, yep. And and that's not something that characteristically would be something that we would associate it with Mjolnir most of the time. Um, yep. But that said, you know, let's say, uh, I mean, let's say Thor himself is Venomized, uh, and um i think you you stand a better chance not to cut you off no but you stand a better chance of being able to lift the hammer post venom once you and venom have made an accord and have like worked out your shit and you're not arguing and fighting anymore like there's uh i could throw a dresden reference in here Mm -hmm. but it's a major like series defining spoiler moment don't do it i will not do it just uh, we'll just know we'll still chalk it up to the reference i just i can't hear that i'll 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 use one that you've already you've already seen because you finished deadbeat right yep so you know about who's riding along in harry dresden's head yep the fallen angel last yell yes it'd be like if you you'd have harry and last will have to get along if he's gonna lift thor's hammer right like if she wants to she can make that not happen well and i think too you know we talked about it in the episode but mjolnir has some ability to like read the room kind of and i think if you were venomized and even though um you know you were you and venom were working together i think if you could lift it before and your um kind of morals were still aligned towards an end goal that was considered noble by the hammer that you would stand a chance to still lift it yeah, I think that would be fine. You may not be able to lift it permanently, but you have a good shot at it. Right. Uh, also, a corollary from my buddy Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, MC Hammer can lift Thor's hammer, but only during the event or condition known as Hammer Time. Hammer Time. Yeah, definitely. That makes That's total. when he can lift it. That tracks. Yeah. Only, at that, only during Hammer Time. Can he lift the hammer? No other time. Yeah, right. Right on. Uh, folks... Thank you so much for being with us on this crazy year. We have seen listenership go from 10 an episode to 20, struggling through the 20s and 30s to now where we are getting 40 to 45 listens an episode. Yeah. And that's huge for us. It's great. Like, hard, to, hard to believe. It's kind of scary <laughs> in a good way. It's hard to believe. Can't wait for the next year with all you folks. Um for everybody that's been with us since the beginning, thank you so much for supporting us by listening, by talking, sharing, commenting, anything like that. 
telling your friends is huge. And for people who've recently joined us and started listening, welcome aboard. We're glad to have you. Please keep spreading the word. Uh, word of mouth is mainly how we grow. If you liked what you heard on this episode, thought we were funny, have anyone in your life that likes Pokemon, go ahead and share this with them. Tell them to give us a listen and then maybe go down the rabbit hole, the back catalog, listen to a couple here and there. Um, and we got a year's worth of episodes ad free. I mean, a year's worth of episodes ad free anywhere from 45 minutes to two and a half hours, I think, for our longest one. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we can't thank you enough for all the time, folks. And stick with us because it only gets better from here. That's right. It's been a good year. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. We are at SITV Pod on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We are on Spotify. We got a Discord. We're going to start talking about things in the near future, like a Patreon, maybe getting some sponsors or advertisements on here once we can, you know, demonstrate we've got enough listenership. But we, you know, if you've got a question you want us to talk about or have something you want to come on the pod and talk about, let us know. We'd love to have people as guests, things like that. <sighs> Anything else we got, Cody? No. You've done a great job. Thank you all so much. Uh, you're, you guys are great. Hey, and thank you, buddy. I couldn't have done this without you. Couldn't have this, done without you. It's been a hell of a year. It, it, this is this went from a pipe dream that we would bullshit about at work to fifty-two episodes of bullshit itself. <laughs> no signs of stopping. This train ain't got no brakes, ladies right. and gentlemen. I have been Mike, and I am still Cody. And thank you for listening to Shouting Into the Void. We will catch you next time. Go pet your ducklet. Yeah, and don't pet your uh, don't pet your don't pet your hone edge. That'll kill you. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Are you incapable of restraining yourself? Or do you take pride in being an insufferable no-till? We're gonna have to go right to ludicrous speed. Expecto Patronum! Parts are flying from both teams. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>